The Burt Show. Kristen might be coming into the show today feeling a little on the wonky side, maybe a little concerned today. Yeah, I, I would say uh, poor Bart. He's just, He definitely has more concern because the dogs are his domain in the house. Um, but our, our big monster, Willie Tate, is having surgery today. So something happened in the backyard. Bart didn't see it, but he heard the, the very distinctive yelp. And it wasn't like a, oh, I stepped on a pine cone yelp. It was like, oh, something tragic happened. And he saw Willie, and then Willie started limping and was putting no weight on one of his back legs. Mm. And, um, you know, you, you think, okay, maybe they just pulled something. He was roughhousing with one of the other dogs too much. But um, it soon became very apparent that this wasn't just like a... a a pulled muscle. This was something more. Mm. So we took him to the vet. We took him to Blue Pearl, and they they looked, and sure enough, he he tore a ligament Ooh. in his leg. And how old is he? He's five. Okay. And so he's 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 getting surgery today, um, and it's just yeah they they were very thorough with Bart and explaining it, and it should be very straightforward. Dogs do well with this. Of course, there's like your typical risk with anesthesia and stuff like that. But um, so I, I walked out the door, did the usual routine, of course, always rushing because I give myself the absolute minimal time to get here. Um, I kissed my husband and I walked out the door and I stopped and I immediately turned around and went back in the house. And the monster was just laying there on the couch. And so I went over and gave him a, mm. an extra, I guess, an extra little kiss and a little boop on the nose and told him, make sure you do good today. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty routine stuff. I had a bulldog that had uh, two ACLs really? that were replaced. Uh, and those dogs, they have no pain. To- I, I mean, uh, their pain tolerance is so deep that in both cases, he ripped both of them and just kept playing. I was throwing yeah. a bottle for him and he was playing and playing and playing and playing. No yelp, no nothing. I woke up the next morning, his ACL was ripped. And who knows how the second one happened, but it's pretty routine stuff now. No, that, and that's what they said. So here's just a hoping and putting out in the universe that they have a successful surgery today. And, you know, recovery is going to be interesting with a 120-pound dog. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah, bulldog's legs a little shorter. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Willie's like a freaking deer. <laughs> He's but a big boy. He is a yeah. very big boy. So if you have Willie on your fantasy football team this week, you want to take him off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, You're not going to get any points. He's going to be riding the pine for a couple weeks. <laughs> All right, so Abby thought, look, the guy's cute. I mean, he's got to be safe. I'll just jump in his car with him. Sure. I mean, I've never met him before, but I'll get in there. Yeah. I mean, the number one thing people tell you growing up is don't get into cars with strangers. And I literally went running into some dude's <laughs> car last week because he had floppy brown hair. But I swear. <laughs> That's all it took. That's all it takes. Okay. It's the bare minimum for me. It's just it, floppy brown hair and six foot two. It's it a car and he's sitting down, so you couldn't tell how tall he was. You can tell. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, have, I have like a six foot radar. I'm like, beep, beep. it's like every man above six feet in the general vicinity. I can just have him on like a little, little radar. It's like how high his head was over the steering wheel. Yeah. Like mine's going to go in between the steering wheel. So you would know. It's just way above there, right? The size of the hands you can tell too. Like the way they're gripping it. Just like six foot energy. Anyway. All right. So I'm, I've been really into health and wellness recently. And I've been trying to get 10,000 steps in a day. Because that's what people tell you to do. You got to get in at least 10,000 steps. So every night I try to go on a walk around this really beautiful park. It's very aesthetic. I can listen to my music. Feels like I'm in a music video. It's great. And also I get to, you know, be a little bit healthy. So last week I trotted outside and I noticed like nobody's really out here. You, normally it's like super crowded. I'm like dodging small children, big groups of girls who are taking up the entire sidewalk. So I'm like, you know, there's probably nothing weird. And so I'm like kind of clocking that 
nobody's out here. And then it starts to drizzle. And I'm like, ah, oh, yes, everyone looked at the weather radar and I didn't. But you know what? I'm from Florida. I'm like half mermaid anyway. I've lived under sea level. This is normal for me. I'm swimming through the rain because it's, it's kind of drizzly. And Gen Z will know that when it's raining and, and you're out in the world, maybe you're in a car and there's like some really romantic rain falling down the window. It feels like you're in a music video and there's only one song one can listen to as you're romanticizing your life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm listening to Come and, Come and Clean. I'm feeling very clean, very romantic. And then- God is uh, baptizing you right now. You're rom <laughs> let the romantic baptism begin. That's how it feels. The holy water is drenching me. <laughs> and people are walking by. They've got their umbrellas. They're like, do you want an Do you need a rain jacket? I'm like, no, no, I'm good. I'm rom romanticizing Thank my life. Yeah, I'm good. You're not tall enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a lot of like moms, like with their children. They're like, honey, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> let me live my life. And so as I'm walking, it's starting to like really pick up speed. It's torrential downpouring at this point. My clothes are soaked. My hair hair is wet. My makeup is running down my face. It's no longer really romantic, but again, I'm from Florida. I have literally driven my moped scooter through a category two hurricane. Like this is literally nothing. And then all of a sudden off in the distance, as if it's a cherub descending down from the heavens, two headlights of a cherry red Ford F-150 come directly oh, come at me. Come on in, girl. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it pulls up right beside me. The window rolls down. And in the passenger, well, in the, in the driver's seat. I'd hope so. Right. Well, so that man talented. <laughs> That's a very tall dude. He drives yeah, he's, he's so tall, he has to drive from the passenger seat. <laughs> With his floppy brown hair and his big brown eyes and his big hands and his striped polo. I mean, it's literally what frat boy dreams are made of. It's like my type descended into the heavens, come to rescue me. And he's just like, ma'am, do you need a ride? And I'm just like, oh, yes, yes, sir. I don't know what I, I don't know why I was out here all alone anyway. <laughs> oh, damsel in distress. <laughs> right. I, as if I wasn't willingly out there swimming in the Georgia rain. So he lets me in. I literally lost it. I get in the passenger seat. He grabs the seatbelt and buckles me in. Oh. I'm like, wow. gentlemen. Wow. And I'm just so mesmerized by and this Kathy man. And I over here like, murder <laughs> How do you know he's not going to take that belt and put it around your neck? Because he smelled good. <laughs> All right. You know, Jeffrey Dahmer was alluring to a lot of people as well, okay? Listen, I just got, I got the sense. I'm like, I feel like if you were a Ted Bundy adjacent, I would know. You know, <laughs> I just. smell like this. He wouldn't smell like okay. this. Okay. <laughs> so he's like, I noticed that you, you were out here like, or he, he asked me like, wait, He's like, can I drop you off? I'm like, yes, my apartment's right up the road. He goes, oh perfect. Oh, wow. And wow. now you're showing him where you live. I live right there. Here's the address. It's 230 Main Street, <laughs> and it's apartment 918. <laughs> I live all alone, by the way. Right. And the security code is 1849. Which I'm on the map. Would you like to drive past my place of employment so you can also see where I work from 6 to 10 a.m. every morning? Maybe he knew I was on the Burt Show. Maybe okay. he's like, oh, let me help out homegirl. Yeah. Which, and, if you're listening, hey. And in the closet, you'll find a shovel to bury me with. <laughs> 
all my good knives are in this drawer. So I'm like, oh, my apartment's up this way. You can take me in this direction. He's like, perfect. And he goes, I noticed you were walking the other direction. Were you not walking back to your apartment? And I was like, well, you know, the, the rain's just so romantic. And he's just like looking up uh, over at me like, who is this weirdo? Now he thinks you're the murderer. Right. He's like, is this girl going to stab me? Yeah, he's got to think that you're yeah. not stable either. I mean, she gets in a car with a complete stranger. <laughs> <laughs> you are a strange one. And sends him in the opposite direction she was walking. It's chivalry. With Hillary uh-huh. Duff from the early 2000s right. blasting. He's like, ma'am, why are you crying? I'm like, it's Hillary Duff. <laughs> hey, can you turn your Bluetooth on so I can connect it to my phone so I can play this song? No, I didn't want to connect to the ox because you know who he was also playing? The love of my life, Riley Green. Oh, I'm like, all, we are soulmates. All the stars are aligning L- here. Literally, I'm like, as long as this man doesn't murder me, this is going to be a great love story. <laughs> so he pulls up to my apartment and I'm ready to like make my move. I've fallen in love. He's got the country music in the background. I've had my rom-com moment of him rescuing me from the side of the road. And so as I turn to like, prof- not profess my love, but to make a move, he goes, oh, I recognize this apartment complex. Oh, I murdered two women. <laughs> <laughs> this is the same apartment complex. What are the chances? Man, this is going to be the trifecta. <laughs> but believe it or not, it was worse than that. He goes, my girlfriend used to live here. Oh, wah, wah. And I'm like, mm, that's, okay. so, that's so great. And I was like, well, when you break up with her, you know where to find me. <laughs> and as I'm getting out of the car, I'm like, tell her, <laughs> tell her I'm sorry I left the seat wet. Oh. And so, hey. <laughs> This is the worst part. Which is clearly something she never did. Yeah. So I'm getting out of the car. I go up to the front door of my apartment complex, and then I realize... I left my keys in the car. No, you did not. In his truck? In his truck. So I had to turn around. (laughs) I am making no eye contact with this man. I'm just like Helen Kellerin it in the the back of the seat (laughs) trying to get my keys. I grab my keys. I race upstairs. I have never been so humiliated or wet. Why would you be humiliated? Because I made a move. And I like, you know. You made a move by how? When? By by risking her life to be with this man. Getting in the car is not a move. No wonder you're having trouble dating girls. It's not a move. (laughs) Well, you know. I I thought I was putting the feelers out there. Like, tell her when when you break up with her, come find me. You know Mm. where to find me. Apartment 814. (laughs) That is a move. Eighth floor. That's a really bad one, but that's a move. (laughs) The Burt Show.